Hello and welcome to the Skin Lovers Unite podcast, your source for all things skin science, skincare and business. I'm your host Kelly, otherwise known as Skin Queen, and I'm so excited for you to sink your teeth into today's episode. The number one question I always get in my inbox or I get DMs about is, Kelly, I'm about to start my own business or I've just quit my job and I'm going to start my own business, but I have no idea where to start and I need some guidance. And I've had countless people over the past 12 months ask if I can do a program for people just starting their own business so they know exactly what steps to take. Honestly, there is so much that goes into that. I have really found that where I best live in what I do as a business is helping those who already have existing businesses or helping skin therapists to become more confident. However, in saying that, I obviously have worked with a a lot of business owners over the years. And if you haven't already heard from the grapevine, I am starting my own clinic this year, which is super exciting. More details on that to come later. But I wanted to dedicate this entire episode to the steps that I will and would take if I was to start my own business. So if you are thinking about starting your own business this year, or if you have just started your own business, congratulations, by the way, then this episode will serve as so much value and guidance for you. So you know exactly what to do so that you can start the right, start off on the right foot is what I'm trying to say. So the first piece of advice I always give anybody who's wanting to start a brand new business is to start building an audience. And this is super, super important because you can have the most amazing business. You can spend lots of money on a fit out, lots of money on a room, lots of money on equipment, on all the fancy tools and whistles. But if you don't have anybody to sell any of this to, then you're not going to get very far. And eventually you're going to run out of money and be stressed. And then you're going to act from a place of desperation, which isn't ideal when you are starting a brand new business. So I always recommend to have a little bit of a think about where your target audience is residing. And for a lot of us, that is often on social media. And to go even deeper, that's often on Instagram. Now, of course, you can use a Facebook page if that's where you feel most comfortable. You can also use TikTok. For me personally, I like to diversify and use a mix of both. But when you are building an audience, it's all about thinking about who your ideal target audience is for your business and creating content that is going to position you as an expert to them, meaning that you're going to be creating a lot of content that adds value, that educates them, and really showcases what you do as a business owner. And I would start doing that well before you decide to start a business. For me, I have just started my Instagram account for my clinic. I'll start putting content there soon. However, I'm not planning to open that business until about five or six months time. So you've got to start early to start building that community early. The next thing that I would actually be doing is looking to have a marketing budget. And this is something that I see so many new business owners absolutely fail at. And what I see a lot of business owners do is they start their business, you know, they paint their room, they do a fit out, they spend $3,000 plus on an opening order. They buy all their consumables. They might then go and spend three, four, five, even up to 10 grand on a machine device equipment. And then they have no money left in the kitty to actually put towards marketing. When it comes to starting a new business, marketing is your best friend because marketing is going to help you to one, build an audience, but two, to attract clients into your business as well. 
So when it comes to allowing a marketing budget, this can vary. This really does depend on how much marketing activity you want to do, but start to think about things like lead generators, Facebook ads. You also want to think about business to business marketing. You might want to think about influencers. You might want to think about doing collaborations and all these things cost time and money, but a well thought out marketing plan with a well thought out budget is really going to help you to fast track to having clients regular bookings and regular income in your business, which is one of the things that you want to strive for in the early days. That leads me on to the next thing, and that is talking about equipment. As I mentioned before, often when I see people starting a business for the first time, one of the questions I get is, what equipment do you reckon I buy when I'm starting a new business? I'm looking at spending $10,000 on a hydrofacial machine. I'm looking at spending $3,000 on needling. I'm looking at spending $20,000 on an LED device. And I call that shiny object syndrome. When you are first starting out your business, you don't necessarily know what sort of clients you're going to have just yet and what they want. So start off basic and start off with a very entry-level menu and not having a heap of fancy equipment. Because remember, You want to actually invest the money into your marketing first, and then you can invest it into your equipment second. And as your business starts to grow, that's when you can start to include your equipment from there. For me, when I'm starting my business, I'm literally going to have a simple facial menu and I'm going to invest in an LED machine. And that's about it. But also true, I'm not going to overcapitalize on an LED machine I'm going to be budgeting between four and $8,000 for an LED machine, but this is something that is going to be in almost every single one of my treatments. And it's also going to be available as like a standalone upgrade price as well. But for me, I know that I'm going to be spending a lot more on my marketing than I am with my equipment first, because my first goal is to actually just get people into the door so that I can be at least breaking even and not running at a loss for too long. Are you leaving money on the table because you are scared to retail? Maybe you're scared that your clients will feel like you're being too pushy or that you're trying to do the hard sell on them. Girlfriend, you are not alone and this is the reason why I created Queen of KPI. It is projected that the skincare industry alone, so not what we do as therapists, just skincare, will do between $100 billion and $145 billion in 2022 to 2028. The chances that your client are already using something is high. Queen of KPI is my mini program that will teach you how to successfully get out of your head and overcome your limiting beliefs when it comes to money mindset and start serving your clients and growing your income. Packed with two masterclasses, my brand new branded skin concern flashcards, printed scripts and various clients consultation forms, you will be meeting your KPIs like a queen. Use my code SKINLOVER at the checkout to get 50% off the program and make 2023 your year. Stocking a skincare range. The number one question I get is, what skincare should I stock in my business? And I can't answer that for you. Because it comes down to a variety of different things. One, it comes down to the price point of the products that you're wanting to stock. Are they going to meet the budget of the ideal target audience that you're attracting? If you want to attract acne clients that are struggling with their skin, then they're probably going to be aged between 18 and let's say 26. 
So if you are looking to stock a range where the average product price is about $150 plus, that might not be the best business decision because those people might not have the budget for that as well. But also you have to look at your values as a person and as a business owner. Do you value a range that is made overseas? Do you value a range that gives you a lot of support and education or a lot of marketing support? You really need to do a little bit of a shop around and have a look at a couple of different skincare lines that you're thinking of stocking. Reach out to the distributors. Oftentimes, they'll send you samples. And then when the reps come out to actually meet with you, ask them questions like, is there an ongoing minimum monthly spend? Is there a minimum opening order? What sort of marketing support can you offer me? What sort of educational support can you offer me? How often are we going to have meetings? It all depends on what you want as a business owner because what somebody might like and value in their business is going to be totally different to what you might like and what you value in your business. So I can't answer that for you. It all depends on what you use as well, what you love, what you've seen results with. Do you want something that's sold online? Do you not want something that's sold online? All of these things will really play a part in that decision-making process. And these are things that I don't think a lot of business owners traditionally think of when they're looking to stock a skincare range. And I feel like the only reason why I know this is because I work for skincare companies for a good chunk of my career. And I really believe you have to shop around and find out what that skincare brand can do for you and your business, not just what everybody else is stocking. Really break it down and look at your values and what you're looking for in a range. The next thing is marketing. Marketing is absolutely everything. It's not enough to get an amazing fit out, paint a wall, get everything all set up. You also have to then market your business and market your services so that people will actually know who you are, find out who you are, come in and book with you. This doesn't just have to involve social media. If social media isn't your strong strength, then I would actually be looking to outsource that completely. However, a lot of the population, as we know, are on social media. So social media presence is super important. But looking at what other businesses you can collaborate with. Are there hotels in the area? Are there bridal shops? Are there schools? Who else is around you that you can collaborate with, not only online, but also in person to help drive people to your business? Additionally, you might want to look at some paid advertisements. You might want to look at advertising through other big accounts on social media. So for example, we've got Brisbane's Best Beauty here in Queensland Also on the Gold Coast where we are, I've got Weekend Edition. There's so many other places where you can actually advertise as well as looking at influencers. So how can you get people in with a bigger audience to showcase your business and grow your audience that you can continue to nurture your followers and invite people into your business from there. And the very last thing that I think a lot of beauty business owners don't even think about when they are first starting a business is your processes and your protocols for everything. And I actually wrote this down on a sticky note on my desk a little while ago because so many people don't even think about the client experience when starting off in a business. This is really important because on average, it takes a client about two to three appointments to decide whether they're going to be your client and consistently visit you or not. So you have two to three appointments to really wow them and show them that you are the clinic that they want to be spending their time and spending their money with. So looking at things like what is your booking process? What is the confirmation process? What are the instructions for parking? What is the experience like when they first walk in? What are the sounds, the sights, the smells? Do you do a consultation? What's that protocol? 
What is the protocol for every single facial? What are the little extra touches and creating a process around all of these things? When it comes to dealing with clients and dealing with customers, people love consistency. I can tell you that now. I have been to service providers in the past for places like Lashes where it's just inconsistent and you book in and you don't hear anything. You don't know where to park. You don't know if it's at somebody's house, if it's at a shopping center, if it's in a hairdresser. I've even been to hairdressers before where sometimes if I went and I got served by the owner, I would go in and I'd be asked to sit on the couch. I would be asked if I want a tea, coffee, sparkling water, or champagne, depending on what time of day it is. And I would also always get passed on to the apprentice for a really deluxe head massage. But then I've gone back to that hairdresser and I haven't been given any direction, haven't been offered tea, coffee, water, anything, had my shampoo and condition just completely rushed through and there was no offer of asking if I wanted to rebook or anything like that. I think when you get that inconsistent vibe, every time you go into a place, you're like, I don't know if this is my place. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's not. It's a little bit hit and miss. So you really want to get clear on your systems and your processes and your protocols before you open so that you can hit the ground running. And what I would actually do is I would get some friends and family in so I could actually nut that out and do that consistently with them. Get them in as your guinea pigs and then get them to promote you on behalf of it as well. Say, I'm going to give you free facials so that I can get my processes completely set up and clear. But in return, I'd love you to post on social media and I'd love you to tell your friends and family when they compliment your skin where you are visiting. But these are some things that, you know, I myself will be taking into consideration and also following when I start my business. These are definitely some things that you need to consider before you even think of anything else. So they are building an audience, which is really important, setting aside a marketing budget, making sure you're not overcapitalizing on equipment from the get-go, really take into consideration what you want from a skincare range and what it is that you are wanting to give your clients as well. Consider how you're going to market your business, social media, and putting all your eggs in one basket is just not enough. And also making sure that you've mapped out all your systems, processes, and protocols for absolutely everything from how a client books to confirmations to rebooking to the whole treatment start to finish so that you can create consistency with every single visit and create a really indulgent, beautiful experience that people see value in paying and spending their time with as well. So I hope this episode and this video has helped you with heaps and let me know in the comment section below if you liked it and also if you are starting your own business this year or if you've just started one because I love to support you and I love to follow on your journey. That is all from me for today. I will see you in the next episode. Bye.